Hello, it's your host, Kat Walsh, and you're listening to another episode of Trip On This. This podcast is for mature audiences and is not suitable for young children. Trip On This is intended for entertainment purposes only, and we do not condone the use of illegal substances. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to Trip On This. Before we get into our next episode, I just have to say again to everyone, thank you. It has been such a joy to create this podcast. Uh, No doubt it's a labor of love, but I've learned so much about myself. I've developed so many new skills. I've met so many cool people through this. Just this is a gift. And your listening to this or watching this is also a gift. The growing excitement and the feedback I've been getting has been just... I can't even tell you how meaningful it has been for me. So thank you for those who've been watching and listening and everyone who's new here. uh, Welcome. Definitely feel free to check out all the episodes before. I've had amazing guests literally from start to finish. And I am just, yeah, I'm full of gratitude, guys. (laughs) A couple quick uh, housekeeping announcements. If you're not following me on social yet, definitely do so. It's at trip on this underscore pod. Again, at trip on this underscore pod. That's for Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And backslash trip on this pod for Facebook. Also, if you are enjoying the show and want to help support, there are donation links in the uh, information to this episode. There's a PayPal and a Patreon. It just helps me to create content like this, to rent gear, to keep booking stellar guests, and continue building this community around psychedelics and psychedelic storytelling. I know it's tough times right now for everyone, so if just liking or subscribing, commenting is what you can do, that is perfect and so valued. So thank you. All is appreciated. And with that, enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Trip On This. My next guest is Jordan Kahana. He is a lifestyle and travel content creator. He has an epic story about how he got into that career. And he's also just a dope human being and a good friend of mine. Jordan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course, of course. All right, so before we get into, first, I want everyone to know about kind of how you got into what you're doing now. But before that, where are you from? Because I realize we're friends and I actually do not know this question. So yeah, uh, so I'm originally from Chicago, a uh, north suburb called Highland Park. It's about like 30 minutes north. And uh, I've been out in LA for uh, eight years. I came out this summer of 2012. Nice. Um, and I'm now down in the South Bay, right on the beach and mm-hmm. loving every minute of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what brought you out to LA in the first place? Uh, I was living out on the East Coast. I was working at ESPN as a production assistant mm-hmm. um, and doing digital production out there um and got a job to run social media for the nfl which is just like up the street actually Mm -hmm. um so getting that opportunity was like okay it's no brainer my brother's living out here at the same time as well um and so and one of my best friends too so uh it just like kind of made sense and um i've been bouncing around doing like digital production for uh about the first like five, six years that I was out here working at different companies. I was doing uh, social for the NFL. I did uh, Insomniac, the, mm-hmm. the music events company. Oh, don't uh, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so 
uh, what else? I was working with like Pepsi for the World Cup and uh, running their social media and uh, doing all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That I remember actually when we met, you were working on the NFL. And that's why I think it's such just I wanted people to know your background because it's a wonderful segue into this what feels like a life changing event and trajectory for you. Can you tell everyone about how you came upon your two pups? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I was working at a production company at the time and it was uh, during like the winter holiday breaks and was doing a road trip where I get to hit some of the national parks, meet up with some friends over like Christmas and then meet up with some friends in Colorado to ski for New Year's. Um, but I was just like in this really weird situation in my life of just like trying to figure out what I wanted and I was in this great job, but like wanting so much more. Yeah. Um, and so uh Spent Christmas with some friends in Arizona, and then on my way up to the Grand Canyon on December 27th of 2016, um, driving in the middle of the road, in the middle of nowhere, were these two black dots that ran in front of my car, and it, like, caught me by surprise, and I guess I should take a little step back of why this, like, kind of blew up and why this was a thing was because yeah. because I was in such a weird place, and I was head of uh, digital content at this production company, um, I wanted to be better about storytelling, and I wanted mm -hmm. to be better about, like, using cameras and, and all that kind of stuff, and so... Uh, each I set out a goal to adventure out of LA once a month in 2016 mm -hmm. and each month I would document it and it was a very tangible like yes or no did I do this thing got it and oh so, my god I do remember that before the dogs mm -hmm. yeah okay. so I was like vlogging and seeing how like YouTube was being such like a a, a source to like journal and and I loved getting to like film and the process of it mm -hmm. and people would come up to me and be like hey your vlog this like this month was awesome and I'm like Thank you for watching it. Like, yeah. they're for me, but like, I'm glad that you're enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, they were great. always so, good. You have you. A, just a natural knack for all that. What were you shooting on, by the way? Thank you. Uh, I was just shooting with just a GoPro, my phone, and I had a drone. Nice. And so I didn't even yes, get the drone the until drone. like May of that year also. But this was like a perfect storm of things because I was on this trip. I had this whole like script written out of being like, I've spent this last year doing this and here I am like, here's the 12th and final trip and mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff. And so, um, so I had my camera in my front seat and, um, as I'm driving out, I'm like, so instinctually just like grab my camera and run after. And it's these two puppies in the middle of the road. They're eight weeks old at the time. And, um, just kind of like scoop them up and it, like you hear me in, in, in this video of just being like, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like talking to them, like expecting like they're going to respond. <laughs> yeah. and, like, I'm like, who are you guys? Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Like, what is happening? Um, and so I scooped them up and um, got them to a vet and made sure that they're okay. Yeah. And uh, I put together the story and it was like I said, it was a perfect storm because I had a year's worth of practice of, yeah. like leading into storytelling and all this kind of stuff. And so once that happened, um, it got picked up by a few blogs. And then later on in 2017, I had decided to quit my job and my plan was to quit my job. But like with the dogs, I had to adjust a little bit, but mm -hmm. um, doing that and it went on the dodo and just went insane. And so it's just kind of been like a wild ride since then. So that's yeah. been like four years. Of doing yeah, that, so. I will definitely for everyone listening and watching, I'll make sure to put the link to it. It is such a good video, Jordan. <laughs> and it's such it, honestly it, to me, knowing you the adventurer that you are on your road trips, just, it feels like a universal gift. Like, here you go, here's two random puppies in the middle of Sedona mm -hmm. that just drive out and change your fucking life. Yeah, it, it was insane. And I, I will say this, and I was I was holding this note and I, I didn't want to tell you beforehand, is that 
you're kind of the reason why Zeus is named Zeus is because I have all, yeah, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had always wanted a dog, and I always planned to get, like, a male dog. And so I was going to name him Larry Johnson after my favorite basketball player and call mm-hmm. him LJ. But, like, when I got these two dogs, it was like, all right, I'm not just going to, like, name some random dog and then, like, call it Larry Johnson. Like, it just didn't make sense. Yeah, and yeah. so when I found out Sedona was a girl and Zeus was a boy, um, it was like, it just kind of worked that like Sedona's name just happened. And like I, people were like, when I posted the first photo with them, they're like, what's their name? What's their name? And I was yeah. like, I still don't really know. And I was kind of thinking Sedona and a couple people commented like Sedona. And I was like, all right, that's a great like yeah. girl dog name. I love that. Yeah. But I don't know what to name him. And and I remember, I think I, you, it was either a text from you or like you messaged it on like Facebook comments. I was just like, this is such a universal like sign or like a message from God, like just something like that. And I was like, yeah, like that is like, I've loved Greek mythology. Like I like, this is such like a sign of this. And I just remember like that really hit me to like, look at it in a way of being like, Oh, let, let me add this to the story of all of us and how this kind of worked. And so like, that's why I went like the Greek mythology route and like the message from the gods and, and all that. Damn, I love, I didn't even know that. I love that I even triggered it for you, that part of the story. I knew I wanted you on here. (laughs) Yeah, I named them guys. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, So knowing that um, exploring and... And just obviously, and just for everybody that's uh, listening and watching, like like Jordan was saying, he's got a lot of travel blogs, and and it's really you do you really are the adventurer. And I think of when I think of psychedelics, that is also another adventure and exploration. What was your what was your mindset around psychedelics when they first got introduced to you? Like, were you was there reservations? Were you excited? Yeah, I, I was definitely a little like fearful, and I have. I have some friends in my close inner circle that uh, were a little bit more advanced than me or mm-hmm. just like had a bit more experience and they were talking about like acid and, yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not the, something called acid. Like, no, yeah. thank you. And yeah. um, definitely like kind of the reserved one early on. But I think mm-hmm. like, I don't know, just like anything when you kind of like dip your toes in or you just like full dive in and just realize like, oh, if I do this in the right setting, it's not as bad. But definitely yeah. like there was concerns and hesitations and like sure whoa I don't know how I want to technically approach this what did you start with mushrooms mushrooms how was it it was great yeah I loved it yeah yeah I was at a music festival um it was summer of 2006 um and I was at a music festival called Wakarusa um with some of my closest friends Mm -hmm. like going to see live music in an open like field and you know took the right amount with just like in a comfortable space a little bit with like close friends so it was it was a great experience for sure awesome 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 yeah I I'm you said the right thing too like taking the right dose because I think that's where a lot of people go wrong I do these I'm kind of doing like a Sunday story time where I talk about stories Mm -hmm. and that's one of the ones that I just or like an a trip advisor kind of thing and I'm like you should everybody like I took way too much my first time and it definitely kind of hindered me from wanting to do it again. So you always hear those stories of different people being like, Oh, this happened and it was so scary or this or that. Like I remember one time, this was a summer during one of the college experiences. My buddy like 
ate a whole eighth by himself and a couple other and like wow. he didn't have a good trip it like we ended up I had to drive we were in the city when it happened and so I was like the designated driver that night where I had to drive us back to the suburbs and he's like okay let's just like keep driving so I was in the city drove to the suburbs back to the city and then back home because like that's all he felt comfortable with or all that we can kind of do because they all like they didn't OD, that's the wrong word, but they, like, took Overd- too much. Yeah. Yeah. They overdid it Yeah, um, is, is probably the, the proper word there. But, like, yeah, I, I think finding that right balance and, like, yeah. I think, but with any kind of substance like that. Anything. Is, with drinking. Absolutely. Finding the right balance. <laughs> right. I think we all know that there's, uh, uh, there's too much, uh, too many drinks and yeah. where that where that leads. Um, when you, as you think about psychedelics and some of your experiences I guess let me even take a a step back before I answer this and or ask this and say um how many times do you think you've tripped at this point um I don't know less than 10 but like more than five Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) so like eight sure yeah yeah, yeah. eight times sure let's say that that sounds good yeah yeah and between mushrooms and acid Mm -hmm. yeah okay cool um, I will ask the differences between, but just curious, do you feel that when you are on a psychedelic, whether it's acid or mushrooms, that it's kind of a, a magnified mirror of yourself, who you are, how you think about things, or do you find that you're discovering new things about yourself? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I, I would say it's probably a magnified mirror. I'm the type of person that gets very introspective and like um I try to not have my phone but also have thoughts and want to like jot down like ooh this idea or this thought or this feeling and to like Mm -hmm. come back to it later on Mm -hmm. um but also I think minimizing electronics in the outer world while you're in this space is essential during that um I couldn't agree more but yeah I, I I think it is for me I think it's very much like a mirror and and wanting to shine light on certain things I want to be better about or things that I'm like Mm -hmm. searching for or wanting. Like it's, I definitely get in my head and really like focused on what I want and, and wanting, and and I feel like I'm always like leaving the experience being like, I want to be better. I want to feel better about this stuff and, or whatever I'm like thinking in that moment. Yeah. That's beautiful. I, I really feel the same way with my own experiences when I just, um, it it really and I like to trip alone a lot of times mm-hmm. and not have any music or any distraction in that way and just like think about shit like really because that's where I get to be as honest with myself I get to like really just peel away like I'm like what's really coming up for me right now and I leave the same way too like with epiphany epiphany mm-hmm. vibes like I'm like okay I am going to do this, this, and this, or this thing is holding me back. And it's just, I use it exactly like that too. Even when I'm having fun, even in like social settings, there's always shit that I'm like discovering. (laughs) I was like, Ooh. Yeah. The the clarity that, that you get or that I take away from doing when I'm on, you know, mushrooms or, or taking acid or something along those lines. Like it's always very nice. I, I think there, this wall gets broken down in this clarity and this like internal, thought process that happens that goes beyond just like I'm in my head all day every day anyways like mm-hmm. but I, I think when when that comes into place and and when some of the visuals happen you kind of it breaks that fourth wall I guess yeah. is, is the best way to describe it and and that's what 
you're kind of always seeking when you're doing that. Totally. Like that's the intention with it. Yeah, that's that's mine too. And it, you you brought to me when you said um, I'm always in my head. I feel like aren't we all right? Like that's the ego that we are just constantly like the the voice doesn't shut the fuck up for the most part. Mm. It it ha- it's like narrating your life. Like even if you're like brushing my teeth, I'm like and like I have like a whole dialogue about it. I'm like what is going on in here? Like, <laughs> but what's interesting is when I am on a psychedelic, I notice it, it doesn't feel like the same mind almost. It doesn't feel like the same chatter. It is in a, in a way like I, there is that like I'm I'm listening to thoughts, but it feels getting a little esoteric, more like my soul is speaking to me as opposed to like a fear based or like a chatter, unnecessary chatter. Where it's like I'm getting infiltrated with just thoughts where it's like everything feels uh, a little bit more the truth, like truth comes through. Yeah, I I would agree with that. I think it's less of like you can't or you're like you won't or like that the the fear, the doubt of that of doing something or what you're always kind of like, oh, how are people going to react to that? Like, I don't think that that is my concern Mm -hmm. when on psychedelics. Like, it's it's more just like self-discovery a little bit. It is a bit different of a voice talking and less concerned. Mm -hmm. And and that's why I say, like, removing your phone and social media and all, like, things that aren't, like, aren't experiencing the same world that you are yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. i think that makes a huge difference a huge difference i i'm never on it like and i notice and it's it's coming back to like the conversation that's going on for me is i don't even want to i don't have any fucking interest in looking at my phone when i'm like tripping i'm like why yeah like there's so much cooler shit to be doing right now than like looking at how many likes a a video got (laughs) right now or like some tiktok at this moment Uh and um yeah, it's beautiful. And I also you also get to just connect with others a lot more. Like if you are with other people, like there's so much more to life when you can really like connect with people one-on-one. Cause I, I don't know about you, but um, do you feel like you bond more with friends? Maybe not more, but does it sometimes escalate that or elevate that for you? Um, I think after the fact more so, just uh-huh. like having that experience and having done that with someone I think is just like a relationship checkpoint. Yeah. And I, I guess I'm not seeking like, at least for me when I'm doing it, it's not like together we're going to take this and like intertwine our souls or do that. But like (laughs) I enjoy like the laughter and the different Mm -hmm. like musical intake or whatever it is, or like remembering certain moments of like the sunset or having similar visuals together Mm -hmm. and this and that. And like, afterwards looking back and just like I don't know having this like little check mark of like oh that person like yeah we took ass together one you know like a couple times and so like there's this benchmark of comfortability essentially essentially that comes with it or something along those lines that I think like I don't know in your early days of like smoking weed it's like oh that kid like that I have class (laughs) with like we smoked weed together one time like so we just have this like nod you know like however that is so yeah for, for me on that side of things like especially because when I'm on psychedelics like I, 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 this gets magnified because like when I'm not in a normal sense, like I'm very ADHD of just like, I can't really sit still. Like mm-hmm. I'm terrible. Like my girlfriend gets so mad at me at the beach. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just like 
sit and lay there. Yeah. Like, I'm a dog. Like, toss me a Frisbee. Let's go do this. <laughs> like, are we running into the ocean? Like, I, yeah. you know, just like sitting there and just being is just very difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And I think that also goes into like, just like being in my own head and being comfortable with that a little bit, which I totally am like comfortable in with myself and who I am and, and all that. But um, it kind of escalates when I'm on psychedelics of liking, especially, and I think it comes into, um, the first time that I took mushrooms is that I was in this open field and I got to run around and it felt as though, um, I was flying. Like I didn't think I could fly, but like my depth perception expanded when I started to run and be open. And so like, I love that feeling and, and all that. And so every time I'm on psychedelics, like I'm looking for that kind of expansion and that, like that feeling that, that comes with it. And so, um, I'm not always the best when it comes to like, wanting to sit down and have this like sure. one-on-one experience. And, and so, well, uh, you can run through the fields with somebody. Totally. <laughs> I'm yes. just kidding. That, I'm just no, totally absolutely. kidding. <laughs> absolutely. Um, that's actually a really nice segue to um, have you tripped with a romantic partner before. I have. Yeah. Um, beginning of last year, almost like a year ago at this time, um, we were out in Joshua tree um, and we were with a, like two other couples mm-hmm. um, and all kind of like, uh, half dosed on some acid. And so, um, it was super cool. It was like really escalated. And, uh, in the sense of like, we took a little bit more than everyone else. And we're just Mm -hmm. like really trying to feel it. And it was a beautiful sunset and we're out in like these boulders and, and all that. But like, there was a little division that took place because like I was with the pups also. And so Mm -hmm. like they were running around and I was like feeling my feet on these new boots that I had and just like (laughs) in my head and, and she was experiencing like all this other stuff and we were just like all scattered about. And, um, but yeah, that was, uh, and then we, we had taken acid like a couple weeks prior to that, just like a light low microdose, mm-hmm. which was like super fun and chill. And we were just like sitting by the fire and like playing music and whatnot. But this one, like for me, I always like to kind of do it into the daytime and have things kind of chill out into the night, like mm-hmm. having those visuals and, and, sure. and all that kind of stuff. So having that sunset and then, we got to um, the evening and we're sitting around the fire and like playing music and it kind of turned really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like during trips, like there's always that time where it's like, it, it turns on you a little bit where you just like have to get through that, unco- like that something happens differently. Something, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want like. Yeah, actually. Yeah. A little bit uh, with acid because, um, mushrooms maybe because it's not as long yeah but well i can explain why this one like got like there's like specific reasons on like so there's two main things that happened that like threw it for a loop is that so the first time that we had taken acid together we were with just uh it was us two and then another couple and we um sat around the fire and just like passed around the phone like playing kind of like this dj game of like Mm -hmm. whatever you're feeling in the moment play that song it doesn't matter like what was next or anything along those lines and we were just kind of sitting around talking staring into it like drinking a bit and then so we tried to replicate that a little bit and we're sitting around the fire and um uh, (laughs) sandra who you're actually gonna talk to yeah um, yeah so she she always like goes a little super trippy on stuff and her music and we were waiting on like her friends to come and she puts on this like the best way that I describe it is like robots having sex, like super heavy, like <laughs> burn, 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 like the, like bait, like base base it, house kind of thing. 
like I'll have to ask her. Yeah, like and so <laughs> I probably love it. And That's the it funny was, part. <laughs> yeah, it, it was on her phone, and it was one of those things where I like just like habitually she like set her phone down and like locked it, and like mm. it's it was like the part in like Jurassic Park where it's like he left us, <laughs> like just like leaving us here in this fire with this music that like was just not none of our vibe oh, yeah. either of like what we would play, and so then it was like okay let's go inside like because their friends had showed up so let's like do that and then like going from outside in this cool like joshua tree like air and breeze and all that to like inside and and i mentioned this like before when we were talking is like just like this fishbowl feeling of just like i can hear myself echoing and like Mm -hmm. this is not the right feel like you felt the pressure of the like all of that and so trying to get past that and all these different things and like afterwards it was great and super chill and we went in the pool and it felt wonderful and like there was just like bring we we realized that like bringing new people into the situation who are then like trying to get on our level and like all this stuff and making introductions and and going from outside to inside is always like such a hard uh hill to get over sometimes when you're on psychedelics and when it's like kind of peaking or not or like as you're going in those waves so that that kind of played into it on, on that time. That's ex. I mean, you. There's so many. That's such a cool story, by the way, and hilarious. I'm going to ask Andrew about the music. Um, <laughs> but the the idea of bringing new people in, it just it is what it is. It changes like the energy. It just does because there's just new energy coming in. Like regardless, there's new energy that is coming into a space, and whether it's good or not, it's different. And because you are in this heightened state, you thought you kind of knew where you were at. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you're reacting. You're just having to like recalibrate at at the end of the day. But it is amazing that um, what I think is really interesting about a psychedelic about that is that it's that's always happening. Right. Like that. That is actually what's happening. Like I've been I actually just recently had a Joshua trip. Uh, tree trip too Uh we all were having like acid that day exact very similar and then three people like three new people came it was like a girlfriend of like somebody else's and um yeah the vibe was just off like all of us like uh, like didn't even know what happened and they were again like we were tripping all day they were sober like coming in like it was just all of it was um there's something that happens and I I think like it goes into the two like main things that we've been talking about like one is like removing your phone and any like outside people that aren't a part of what you're experiencing in that and then there is something weird that happens of like that you said like different like there's some sort of like comfortability of like we're all taking this psychedelic at the same time at this moment we're all like there's this energy that is just exerted and that when you bring something new in in this even like because if you're out at a music festival it's like everyone's having their own experience so it's a little like easier to be a part of that and you're just like in a crowd but like when you're in this intimate setting to then bring something new in like there is something physiological whatever the science word is that like you feel a being like something's not right here something's like yeah and and whatever part of your brain that is like being overly worked while you're on the psychedelics is like going off of being like this isn't right change this like you almost turn into like robotic essentially yeah yeah it does it it, being (laughs) 
psychedelics can bring up almost like a little bit of like OCD at times. Like for us, so does ecstasy actually for me. Like Mm -hmm. where I, um, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like at a festival and you like roll up to like a spot on the dance floor and you're there and you're like, "Mm, I don't like the vibe of like this spot. And then you move like five feet and you're like, this is it. You just have to be around like a couple like smiley faces that you like. You're like, yeah, like this, this vibe and like these people but it's like when you what i like what i think is cool about a psychedelic is like yeah okay so we're being like really particular but the thing is we're just picking up on vibes that people are putting out like that yeah. is the vibe and you're just a, you're just more susceptible and you notice it a lot more but that's always there it just people don't i don't think really pay attention as much Unless they're on a psychedelic. I agree with you completely of just like standing there and you see like I remember I was at Coachella one time and I was on ecstasy and like seeing these girls like she was trying to do the hand heart like (laughs) photo or like and I could tell she was not having a good time and it was like fighting with her friend and I was like so not focused on the music and the concert that was going on like I got sucked into that and that energy was like bringing me down and I'm like I need to not see the like all these different things and so uh, I agree with you that there is some like like OCD level that jumps in that you're just like okay standing here and seeing this this is wrong this is not how life should be let me take two steps over and it's like this is my happy place. This is yeah. my safe space. And it just like hits and it a lot. It's weird how, how we function like that. But it's, it's telling though. Like it's, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's funny as we got, we, it's weird corks when, when that experience is happening, but like, it just comes back again. Like that's how people should check their energy around people regardless. Right. Like, you know how you feel around people. Like, mm-hmm. you know what, if if people are paying attention, like, that energy in, when you're on a psychedelic is overwhelmingly in your face, almost. Like, you're just like, I have to, it literally is, like, disrupting my own, like, energy, like, system. And I know exactly what you mean, getting, like, sucked into the negative, like, vibration, almost. And I'm like, okay, I need to, because that kind of negativity, it's hard to look away yeah. And it's just, you see, like, but that's, again, I feel like that's a reflection of normal waking state when people are in this, like, disruptive, you know, whole zone that people can gravitate to that. They get sucked into the drama of it all and, like, the, the negativity. And once you start to get, like, dialed in, like, your waking state, you're going to be like, actually, I kind of just want to be around, like, good vibes all the time. Absolutely. And, and I think you're you're less... Uh, it's not polite. Like you just are focused on yourself and making sure that you're in that good vibration space. And so you being like, I need to move here. I need to do this. Like you're less likely to just like sit through it because it's amplified in your head of like, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. As you know, like if you're sober, just hanging out, you're like, okay, this is not what I want to be doing, but like so-and-so wants to be doing this. We're here. Like I'm going to have a good time, whatever. But when you're on psychedelics, you're just like, I need to stand two steps over here. I need to go run around and do my own thing. I'll meet, mm-hmm. like, I'm an adult. I'm in a safe space. Like, I can go do this or yeah. whatever that is. And what you were saying about having been outside the whole time and then having to come in, ooh, yeah. That is so, there is, like, you really, again, but it's just, like, that recalibration. Eventually, like, I'm fine. Like, I can get, I can, then I'm, I prefer to be outside, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, just changing, uh, we don't, it's interesting. Obviously, like, humans, like, don't like, we don't like change. Mm-hmm. We, like, change, you, well, I mean, okay, let me, let me rephrase that. <laughs> we, 
there's a natural adjustment to anything that's changing in your environment all the time. And you just realize like, no wonder for, for some, there's such a, a reaction against it. Others can just be like, okay, I don't like that, but I'm going to like re figure it out. Like now I'm like, okay, now you guys went in the pool and had a good time. I'm sure those friends caught up and were tripping their face off and then everybody was tripping and then everybody, everything was fine probably, but mm-hmm. it probably took a, a quick second that to happen. Definitely. Yeah. And, and there was a moment where like we went back in and it was like, this is wrong. Like as much as I was like, Hey, we should be inside and all hanging out and doing that. It was like being inside is wrong right now. Let's go back outside. And, and it was like, once that was, and we were all back together, there's that comfortability level, mm-hmm. like the, the change of taking place of being like, okay, there's six of us. Now there's only four of us and the music's off and we're inside. Like we need to get back to, you know, and yeah. it, it, however, that comfortability, that same fun vibration vibes. level. Yeah. Yeah. Fun vibes. Um, can you describe one of your most, either profound or fun psychedelic experiences you've ever had? Uh, yeah, I always am very fond about <clears throat> uh, one one trip that I took in college. I was taking mushrooms with two other guys, and we were at his apartment. And uh, I think this goes back to, like, the mirror thing as well and just, like, who I am as an adventurer and a traveler. And, and so um, we split. I don't even know what we split, like, mushroom-wise. And we were, th- we were sitting there, and they're like, okay, we're just going to hang out here and listen to music and, like, play video games. And I was like, okay, I got to go. Um, mm-hmm. and so I like jumped on my bike and I loved this bike in, in college. And my, my uncle to this day, like we make like makes jokes about it. Cause I wanted to like put it on top of the car, bring it back. And I ended up just like leaving it there. And I think about it far too often, but, um, <laughs> but I, I biked around, yeah, I biked around and met up with like all my different friend groups that I had and had mm. these different experiences. None of them were, were tripping or doing anything like that. A couple were playing video games. And so I met up and like played video games with them. And one thing that I like did that was like, that I felt was like so unique. And I'm like listening to music as I'm biking around and like feeling like I'm in this like music video and just like <laughs> being so in, in, uh, like uh, introspective and, and experiencing and being like, this is this friend group and this is what they provide me and, and all that. I was mm-hmm. taking like, an artifact from each one of them like I grabbed a scarf and I was like oh let me snag this hat and let's like and I just like picked up along the way and I'm like I'll return this but like I just need something like a, a like a a momentum or like whatever like a trophy or something along those lines I was just like added on to this experience and I just remember like each one that I had was just such a cool thing and being like, I'm going to end the night with like this shower and it's going to be so epic and I'm going to go to sleep. Like it just like (laughs) in my head was just like building up of like how I was doing it. And it was so cool to like come back and meet up with my two friends who I I did it at the beginning and just like hearing their experience and how much fun they had and how good it was. And it was like, cool, you guys got to do your thing. I got to do mine. Like I'm starting here. I'm ending here. This feels like really great, but also like, realizing how nomadic I am and how that like that was very like telling to me of just like wanting to explore and and how I have all these like groups of friends that I'm Mm -hmm. close with but don't have this like tight like core but at the same time it's like oh these people bring me Mm -hmm. this and these people bring me this and and all that that's such a beautiful story (laughs) and it's cool and it's cool that you got to see like a reflection about just who you were as a person Mm -hmm. and and um and I love that you and your friends like respected. You're just like, yeah, cool. Like they're gonna go do their thing and have a great night. And I think that's that's awesome. And I'm glad that your friends all gave you little artifacts along your yeah, journey. Great. And yeah, that's that's cool just to have like little little pockets, little pockets. Um, 
Dang, I can't believe this is already coming to an end. Okay, is there any last parting words you'd like to say about your, if to somebody that's never done a psychedelic before, what's like one kind of takeaway that you would tell them before they embark? Uh, I definitely think they should they should look into doing it and, and finding the right setting for them. Yeah. Um, I think going in, uh, th- there's this balance of like, I want to say like go in slow, but like there's always that frustration of like not taking enough and not really feeling it. But I think at the same time is like whatever you're comfortable with, like definitely do that and then feel what feels right. Because some people it is just like, okay, I'm just going to like for a mushroom, like I'm just going to eat a stem and that's, you know, and that's your toe in the water of just being like, oh, okay, this feels like whatever it is or like some people it's just like all right let's split this eighth and dive in and and do that or you know and finding the right settings and and putting yourself in in that like in that right vibration and 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 Mm -hmm. opportunity to succeed I guess is really what I'm trying to say and um Mm -hmm. I think I think everyone should kind of explore it a little bit I think it's really important just the introspection that Mm -hmm. that takes place of just who you are and the the thoughts that you have about yourself and the positivity that comes around it and the people that you think about and the importance that comes with it um, is very, very important for, for everyone to have. I know we, when we talked earlier is like how like Dak Shepard talks about it on his podcast Mm. all the time of like, everyone needs to be doing this or like Tim Ferriss is like, you know, just like how things are just kind of growing and, and this movement is really happening the same way that like weed was really slow. Like the fact that, Oregon right that approved the um the psychedelics and the mushrooms and so like the the taboo around how like evil and terrible these things are like Mm kind of seems like there's there's some underlining um information that we're not being told and and what the community that does this on a fairly regular basis or even like who's only done it a handful of times um just the positivity that they have had out of those experiences is is bar none. Yeah, I mean, beautifully, beautifully said. And I I just, I, I think a lot of it came just from back in the day around, you know, the, the war on drugs and, and trying to do that. But I think there's definitely something to the healing aspect. I think at this point, it's all heading towards psychedelic I'm hoping that Washington is next and California is next because I mean you're right like as long as I think people need to know that they have um, a strong psyche and um, of course I can't we can't officially ever (laughs) recommend people to do this but you know especially as the decriminalizations um, become more and more apparent I there's no better way to know yourself in my opinion um, than a psychedelic because you're right the introspection and what you learn from it again that's where some of the more challenging times do come because sometimes that introspection isn't what you want to see, mm-hmm. but that's important yeah. if you want to grow, right? And I almost think it's like a safer way of going about getting that. Like I, I, I mentioned wanting to eat mushrooms like fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, I guess like I'm, I'm not, anytime someone's like, oh, I have mushrooms. And then I like reach out being like, hey, do you have any? They're like, oh, it's not the right season or like this mm-hmm. and that. So it's like, okay, I guess I'll come back or like, you're yeah. not as legit as having, but like, I think about wanting to like microdose fairly often. I'm just like, I just want that like euphoric, positive, giggly vibe. I'm not yeah. looking to like see the wall melt or do anything like that. But I mean, I am, but <laughs> no, there, there's a time and place for yeah. that. And I'm not, I'm not opposed to those. I, I'm less 
I guess when I bring it up, yeah. I'm not being like, let's have our faces melt. It's more like, ooh, I'd love to have just some in my in my kitchen counter or whatever it is to like pull out and be like, let's just like be a little like, you know, yeah. in my head a little bit in a positive way and a little giggly and like just mm-hmm. very light. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like there are definitely those moments where it's like, let's get after it. Yeah. Like, let's see some shit right yeah. now. And, yeah. and I'm cool with that as well. And once again, there's a time and place and I think it's a little easier to manage the like giggly fun vibes. Totally. Uh, <laughs> no, but, no, no. I mean, microdosing. I've actually, I actually have, like did an official microdose. Like uh, there's Paul Stamets is a, is a, uh, he's a scientist that's like all things fungi. And he's actually got a, a microdose stack. Now, his are, are like truly like such a low psilocybin dosage that you really can't feel the effects at all. But I will say I just felt so aligned. Like it really got me like very aligned on things like my creativity. And because um, what's happening in the in the brain is it's like cre- creating new pathways. Mm-hmm. I, you, I was working more efficiently and it's definitely something that I would want to do more again too. But I will say, if you do microdose a lot, you take away that, um, the times when you want the wall to melt, it takes a lot more mushrooms. But that goes with any any substance in the same way that we said with like at the beginning with like, you know, finding the right balance for yourself. Like you drink too much, you're going to get sick. You eat like, and you build up that tolerance as well. So like, there's all that, that kind of comes with it. So yeah. Jordan. I've had so much fun talking to you today. I've had a blast. Where can people find you on social? Um, just Jordan Kahana at J-O-R-D-A-N-K-A-H-A-N-A. Uh, uh, across the board on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And everyone at home, as always, trip on this.